Cause don't nobody do it like us Sunday morning play Al Green Make pancakes and watch cartoons Sometimes get to change that scene Catch a plane and see somewhere new Just got married last year Treated so good that it ain't even fair Already got a boy, not a baby girl's here Bought us a house like the bears theme bear Hey What's up? This is Milwaukee Mayhem. Thank you for listening today. It is January 6th, 2019, ringing in the new year. Um, yeah, man. Good birthday weekend. Hung out with my son. Hung out with my girlfriend. Got a good, cool new mic set up for my girlfriend. A really good, nice gift. Uh, we'll get it set up probably tomorrow or Tuesday. So this will be the last episode we have on the uh on the cell phone well unless i travel to other people then i'll have to figure that out but um thank you guys for bearing with me with the uh kind of shitty sound equipment but i guess it works right it conveys the message so that's cool man uh today on the podcast anyways uh today on the podcast we got ricky medea on ricky is a stand-up comedian in i think kenosha primarily well i mean he's all over the place he's in milwaukee he goes to madison yeah, I think he lives in Kenosha, though, so we'll find out about that. That'll be fun. Uh, he's a nice guy, very nice guy, and I'm excited to get to know him. He's always been a very silly guy at the mic, so I'm excited to kind of get to know him and, and see what got him into comedy, man. So uh, let's give it up for Ricky Medea. Ricky, dude, thanks for coming by. Yeah, dude, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on, man. I saw you started a podcast, like, and I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Because, like, all you hear about comedians... Like, all you hear from every comedian open mic, like, yeah, I should start a podcast soon. I never heard you talk about it, but then suddenly, like, Avery's got a podcast. <laughs> suddenly, Avery has, like, 45 episodes of a podcast. Yeah, right. It's like, oh, shit, all right. Dude, it's really fun to start. I just kind of started it. I mean, I had always wanted to, but I was like, all right, I'm staying consistent with doing stand-up right now, so yeah. you hear every every comedian say, if you're doing comedy and you want to be a comedian, you should have a podcast nowadays. Well. So I was like, all right, I might as well get it, so by the time, like, I'm a... Uh, Tenured comedian, like ten years from now, I'll already have ten years. You'll have ten years of being a podcast. Yeah, exactly. So I'll be well established in both areas. Hopefully, if I would have started a podcast when I said I wanted to start a podcast, I have been doing it for five years now. Oh shit! You know what I'm saying? Like I started comedy, I was like, oh yeah, I should start a podcast, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm an idiot, and nobody wants to listen to. Like I, I was, (laughs) dude, I sucked at comedy when I first started. Yeah, I was like ashamed of myself. Oh really? Um, yeah, my first set uh, over at Frank's is Frank's. It was at at Frank's Powerplay. Okay. Frank's isn't going on anymore. No, dude, it's a bummer. Is it closed? Closed or is Uh, it? I think so. I always drive by there and always see it's closed, but I don't. uh, I don't exactly know what went down there. It's uh, from what I read. They said they were closed, and then it was just a disagreement with the general manager and the owner, and, like, she quit, and everybody jumped ship with her. So, like, they weren't closing, they just didn't have anybody to run. Like, he didn't want to close, he, like, had to hire people. Oh, yeah. Like, he had to replace all of his staff, but, like, I don't think that ever happened. He was like, you know what, I'm just going to not. That place always had issues. We'd have the $2 PBRs, and then be like, oh, by the way, don't get a $2 PBR, the kegs are hot right now. It's like, get, like, something out of a bottle. I'm like, oh, ew, okay, cool. Ew, gross. Ew. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, so that was my first open mic, dude. I try, I, like, choked to try to get off stage, like, 45 seconds into my set. Really? Yeah. Okay. Are you familiar with Jeff Wheatley Heckman? He, no, like, I'm not. Okay. He kind of, he did improv, and then he did stand-up for a while. I think he does, I don't know if he's still a stand-up. He's still doing stuff. Okay. He's still making funny videos on the internet and shit like that. Um, he literally said from the audience, I said, I was like, all right, guys, I suck at this. This isn't going how I thought. I'm just going to go away now. And he was like, no, nah, stay on stage. Keep going, man. Oh, like, and I was like gonna stay on he there. literally made it's me stay cool. on for like a couple more minutes. And then like, it's, I mean, I, it was still dog shit. My jokes didn't fucking Yeah, But you still did it. Yeah. And then I came out the next week and then people like, were like, oh, look at the little scrapper over here coming back for like a second round of fucking. Nice. How long, you know, how, how long have you been doing it though? Five years, he said? Oh, uh, yeah, pretty much. For this year, it'll be five. So I started October twenty third <coughs> of two thousand and what, what is it now? Fourteen. Yeah. Because okay. I remember it was my uh, my son was like a month old. Oh Jesus! How old you been? Four and a half. Okay, half, well that, yeah, I should yeah. be able to do math, but you know that's all right. <laughs> um, marijuana. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so. I wanted to do it ever since I was, like, 16. Like, I knew for a while. Like, my parents called me upstairs from the basement. I was, like, sleeping in my parents' unfinished basement. Fuck it. Um, they called me up there. Hey, come check this out. You should just come see this. And I was like, what is it? And it was one of George Carlin's, like, HBO specials. Oh, nice. It was uh, Life is Worth Losing. It was the one where he opens with that Modern Man monologue thing. Sure. Yeah, super fun. 
Classic. Like, I never knew that that was like a job somebody could have. Like he, I was like, this guy just yeah. goes on stage and is a funny guy. Like that's his living. Right. Um. So yeah, they made the mistake of showing me that, and then I was like, I want to do that. Okay. Yeah, and then I discovered. Uh, so George Carlin was the one who really sold the deal. He really for you. well. He he like introduced. It was like my introduction into stand up, and I wanted to do it. I only knew he existed, and then I discovered. I was actually looking for a porno on Cinemax one time. <laughs> I was at my parents' house. They grounded me from the computer, so I was like. I was looking on the, the Cinemax and it was like late night and I was like, that's where the porno is going to be. And then it said comedy specials. There's a comedy special category. Like, what is this? And it was uh, the only was one. Was this I had... before or after you jerked off that you still lingered? Before. This is before. Wow. I discovered so this it before. Is yeah. dude. That's well, important. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is like, yeah. This <laughs> 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 one, like, what the fuck is this? I like comedy. And there's like Doug Stanhope, Deadbeat Hero. Oh, nice. Was, what is this? So I checked that out. I love John Stanhope. Oh, One he's of my, my favorite comedian. By he, far. He's your favorite? Oh, okay. yeah. He was the first person that made it seem, like, doable. Because, like, George Carlin seems, like, very prepared. Yeah. It's a monologue. He can, like, do that in his head. Master. Doug Stanhope's just a drunk dude on stage. Like, yeah. He even said, he's like, uh, one of his lines in the thing was like, oh, this is like some of you guys were at both shows. You're like, wow, that's a lot of new material. He's like, yep, just remembered it. And like, <laughs> oh, this is just a dude on stage. You don't yeah. have to be like theatrical about but it. But he's so great. He's, yeah, he's genuinely so funny. Yeah. Though. And like all of his, he, it's very planned out, but he's also kind of just like, he like, gets his bits and steps on his own punchlines. And it's like, yo, fuck it. Big old burps into the microphone. Yeah, I know. he's great. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, this is doable. Still didn't do it, still didn't do it. And then Levi, you never met Levi. Levi's my best friend. He did comedy for a while and then he moved. I remember you mentioning him a couple yeah. times outside of like open mics. Yeah, and stuff. we started comedy like roughly together. He started like a week after me. Like I was like, yo, I think I did like three open mics and then I was like, hey dude, I'm kind of doing this comedy thing. You should come. Because I didn't tell anybody. I didn't yeah. want anybody to come out and see me. Like I knew that that was one thing you don't do is don't invite friends because if you fuck up, your friends just saw you fuck up. Yeah. And I definitely fucked up my first set. So I was like, oh, thank God. I didn't tell anybody I was doing this. Like, I didn't even tell my girlfriend at the time. Wow. Yeah, okay. I was just like, hey, I'm going to... Dude, I told, uh, I told some people and people came, but I like they laughed. And yeah. he gave me a big dick. Yep. You know, like, exactly. Yeah, just big ego. You're like, hey, and, I'm good at this. Yeah, and then the second time just bombed. And yeah, man, it was, uh, there's a it was dude, not good. There's a kid in Kenosha who just started who really struggling with that. He's he's it's a he brings his friends. His friends show up, his family shows up, his grandma shows up. His grandma shows up. His grandma showed up for his like she's been there for like the only five sets he's ever done. Like his family <laughs> shows up. Like his family doesn't understand like this is this not is a, this is not how we do this. this is I not, brought my dad to like the third ever, fourth well, ever time I went. Okay, yeah. And it was rough. Um hasn't yeah. seen me since. Yeah. <laughs> and it sucks when like people haven't seen people came out like when you started and they're like, Oh, that was painful and then they don't come out and see you. You're like, No, I'm like three years better now. Like, yeah. That's a lot of I've been doing a lot. It's, it's a lot I'm of like time. okay at this now. Yeah. Um, I have my blue belt in this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like all of his his friends show up and they laugh. And then after like he goes first and then after like the second comic they all get up and leave. Like, he's kind of an example oh, of, shit. like, what not to do, almost. I used to do that, like, Where early like, on in my, yeah. early on in my stand-up career, yeah. quote-unquote. There's just, like, a, I mean, I'm not, like, talking shit about anybody, but it's like, yeah, definitely don't bring your friend. Um, so I told nobody, oh, where the fuck did we even start this conversation? I uh, well, I just, uh... Oh, I started at Frank's, yeah, yeah, that was my first set. Um, so what, yeah. did you do it, like, once, and then you're like, okay, I'm hooked? Right from there? Did yeah. it take you a little bit of well, time? Cause I knew, well, because I was listening, like, before I started the doing comedy, I was listening to like, Joe Rogan podcast, all yeah, the time, stuff like that, where like, no, you gotta, like, keep at this. This isn't something you're gonna be good at right away. Like, listening to Joey Diaz talk about, like, yeah, me starting too, comedy and shit, that's, like, a big, that was, like, extra. That's, like, listening to people that are already, like, really I feel good like this. listening to him, Joey, I listened to Church of What's Happening now almost yeah. every episode, okay. religiously. Yeah. And, uh, well, actually, I take that, I have fallen off the deep rails or fallen off a little bit with it over the past six months. But it's hard to manage then, listening to all podcasts. Yeah, it is, especially while doing my own, and then I, yep. like, I'll listen back to some of my episodes just to make sure I didn't fuck up too much, so that takes time out of yeah. my day, too. Most of my time where I would consume other podcasts before, For it's sure. just, like, editing my own now, or, yep. like, just making sure everything's all good. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's uh, I love Joey Diaz. He, he he's set a blueprint favorite. for me on how I wanted to come, because yep. I don't... I'm not really a guy with, like... A message. I don't yeah. think. At least, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. At least, yeah. I'm just trying to get better at uh, talking some shit on exactly. stage, and I've always loved the storytelling sure. style of stand-up. Oh, he's so enjoy. good at that. He's enjoy. So the best stories. in the world. Best in the world. Bert Kreischer's great. Bert Kreischer. Yeah, I mean, I guess we, uh, one of the best in the world. 
We went, me, Gary Zajakowski, and Levi. We all got tickets to go see Joey Diaz at the Schomburg Improv. Oh, okay. Which is like, you ever been to the Schomburg Improv? It is in... No. The best way I can describe the plaza that the Schomburg Improv is, it is a Call of Duty level, minus the smash buildings and the crashed helicopter in the middle. It's Wait, really say weird. that again? It's what? a Call of Duty level. Okay. Minus, like, the destruction part. It's like a Call of Duty level before the, the, the airstrike and the crash helicopter. It's really, really nice. It's a very nice area. It, it is a, um, there's a separate parking structure, and then it is almost a big, long, U-shaped build, building. Okay. And in that, on the very end of the U, on one end of the U, is a nightclub, and then it is the Schomburg Improv, and then it's a Toby Keith's I Love This Bar and Grill. <laughs> and then, like, coming up the other... Toby Keith? It's like a Toby Keith's oh, I Love fuck, This Bar man. and Grill. God damn it. Then it's Nothing a, says, like, Midwest. Then <laughs> it's a... Like, in the middle of the U, there's this big, huge, open field of, like, fake turf and, like, some weird contemplative, big, tall, two-story art thing that's big and red. It kind of looks like an ampersand. Um... I think they like paid people to like play frisbee in the middle of it because like we're it's like eight thirty at night and there's people just hanging out playing frisbee in the middle of this like <laughs> courtyard and then there's a big fogo to chows on the other end so, so you just need like a crash helicopter and then like some it was insane dude that's awesome so man. we went there we saw it was with me Gary and Levi <laughs> and we lucked out we um well they hung out in the showroom they didn't leave the showroom I went out to go have a cigarette or something and. uh I get a text from Gary. It's like, dude, get the fuck back in here. <coughs> Everybody else had left. So I was like, yo, I'm trying to get back in. The security guard is like, no, nah, man, I can't let you back in. And then I show, I was like, come on, dude. I showed him the text. And he was like, fine. Let me in. And it's just those two and, like, two other dudes sitting there that, like, already talked to Joey. And then Joey Diaz just sitting there talking to him. I'm like, oh, yeah, so we man. go over there. We take a quick picture. They, he, like, goes to leave. Like I said when we were taking the picture, I was like, I got like a fat ass joint if you're interested at all. So he was like, nah, yeah, well, So then he left. He made it to the back of the building before us and he got in his Uber and left. But then he had to come back. It was us and like, a, but it was like a bunch of other like more broy dudes sitting there. Sure. And they're like, oh, fuck yeah, Joey's back. And then we're like, uh, no, we're just trying to smoke this with you guys. We're not trying to bother him if he forgot some bullshit. I don't think he's going to leave in his Uber. Like right. me, Levi, and Gary understood. Like, we're like, yeah, he probably just forgot something. We didn't even try to be like, oh, come right. on, hey, what's up, man? We're just like, if he's not going to address us, Right. I'm, fucking I'm not going to initiate Because you listen again. to talk all the time. He's like, no, I don't want to fucking take pictures with people. Like, the yeah. picture was a I got to get the fuck out yeah, of there. Exactly. I got anxiety, dog. Yeah. Exactly. I got to get the fuck out. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> you and Gary both do a really good fucking Joey. Thanks, dog. Dude, that was actually, uh, that was the night Then when we were leaving, we got high as fucking balls. Dude, I, yeah, I, like pre- say, I went to a Joey Diaz concert, took a co- or t- show, took a show yeah. and uh, took a bunch of edibles. About like two thirds through, I, I I'm so mad at myself for this. Because I got so fucked up, I had to sit in the bathroom because, like, the demons yep. had entered yep. in my soul. Dude. You went to the dark and, like, place. I went to a dark place, and I just held there, like, at, even after the show, like, held myself. Yep. And it was, like, this, this whole thing, bad. man. It was, uh, and so I missed most of his, who his hasn't, stand-up. Who hasn't made a mistake? But I felt like if I did it at a stand-up show, it's, like, who better than Joey Diaz, yeah. you know, to freak out like that. See, like, I get... Living in a not legal state, it's always dicey because people sell you like edibles and shit. I don't know what the fucking milligrams band this is because we'll get gummies and dude will say they're one fifties, but it's like, all right, I get like one hundred fifty milligrams for one gummy. For but they're like big. They're like uh, a one inch by like inch and a half. Dude, that's like a thing of death. Uh, yeah. 150 milligrams? There's like, that's what I'm saying. 20, 25 milligrams will fuck you. When I was in Colorado, the cheap, okay, so, have you ever been to Colorado? Yeah. Okay, so you know how you can only get 10 milligram edibles? Well, they're in 10 milligram servings. So, like, me and Levi would, like, throw, like, two in our mouths in the morning and be like, oh, I feel like, like, an hour and a half later. This feels good. Like, let's go on a hike. Because we did, when we went to Colorado, landed in the plane, he had a fucking weed inhaler waiting for me in the car. We went to, we went to a dispensary, then we went to the fucking woods. We were in, we did dispersed camping, so there's, it's not a campground, it's just a spot that, like, legally, you can camp here. The rules are you can't camp within 50 feet of the water, other than that, don't light the place on fire. <laughs> so we were just in the middle of fucking nowhere, we bought, like, uh, it was like three quarters of an ounce of, like, various different strains of weed, 
Um, and then the edibles. So like we would take the edibles and then go hiking all day. Yeah. Be in the Colorado sun, climbing. God's, God's dude, country. Oh dude. my God, it was so amazing. It really is the best place, man. Then, I, I can't wait. When my when my son's a little older, I think I'm gonna move there when he's like 18. That's like my plan home. right now. Is yeah. like uh, I'm trying to move. Well, Maybe Arizona though. I don't want to be in winter. Yeah. It's Arizona or Colorado. Exactly. One thing about Colorado is there's like some like random ass where it can be sunny out and then suddenly it's hailing. Like, That's oh, true. Fuck. Yeah, but there's shit to do though. You know, there's oh, other shit to so do. Much fun. Like there's there's some like the best jujitsu gym, some of the best uh, comedy like, clubs. Comedy clubs, yeah. yeah. Well, that was my problem with my buddy. Like, my, not my problem, but like my buddy Levi moved out there. He lives like two hours from Denver now. Like, dude, you could go to comedy clubs. Did you just tried, stay consistent with well, it. Well, yeah, he he was really good. He was a really good like writer. His jokes that he wrote were, like, really good. It's just he didn't write often enough, which, you know, happens. And he also had a full-time job. Sure. He was also living... He used to live on, like, the northwest side of Milwaukee, on, like, Silver Spring and 39th, so okay. kind of, like, in the hood. Like, not in the best spot. <coughs> not in the best neighborhood. Like, he doesn't want to, like, leave his girlfriend home all night to go out to Madison and shit like that. Um, That's one thing I kind of wanted to bring up, dude. Uh, you, like, go all over... The, I've seen you... When I've been in Madison, I, you just happen to be there. And yeah. I'm like, oh shit, man, what's up? And then, like, you know, you come all the way from Kenosha, you come to Milwaukee. Like, you're all over the place. Yeah, I like the Madison, like, it's so worth it. Do you go pretty regularly? I was going pretty regularly. I kind of took a little bit of a step back from comedy. I'm kind of going, I'm in the middle of a divorce. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't you know do. if you knew about that at all. I, I knew that you were, like, I didn't know if you were married. I knew you were with, with somebody, and then now, now you're not. Yeah, I don't know. Curly you're girl. To. Sure. Uh, that's girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, right. I'm still technically not divorced yet. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so I'm kind of, yeah, everybody, yeah. That's all right. That's, we don't need to get into no, that exactly. on the podcast. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a whole thing. I mean, let's do it. So I've been doing that. Um, it's amicable. It's not like nobody's at each other's throats. We're just trying to like, go through the it's legal process shit. of it. Legal shit you got to do. I got girlfriend. She has a new boyfriend. Like, it's all good. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's just, so like, it's hard to try to be like funny right now. Because I've been yeah. dealing with that, and I'm living in my fucking parents' basement right now. And Damn, like, things are going well for you. Yeah, they're going really great. Really. <laughs> so that's why I was going to Madison, because it's like a commitment to a night. It's not just like, like okay, I have to leave at like 6, so like, I'm not yeah. sitting at my parents' house. I'm not whatever. Um, but yeah, Madison, definitely, I think it's worth the four hours round trip drive, definitely, to get up for three minutes. People think I'm fucking insane for that. It is insane if you think about it like that. But, dude, I know... Uh, it's the best open mic, like, ever. Yeah. Like, maybe in the world. Like, ev- from what I've heard about every other open mic, people go, oh, this is a good open mic. Yeah, but they sell out their comedy club. And, yeah, like, they give it's you, like, hot. It's a great spot. And they put pretty much everybody up. If you go consistently enough, like, they will put you up. They'll give you more spots. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. Um... I was trying to get... They had Madison's Funniest Comedian out there. That was pretty... Did you... Are you familiar with that, right? No. Uh, they had, last year, I think, 120 people sign up. Wow. Um, Holy so shit. They had four preliminary rounds of 30 people. Each person does... Is this in one day? Or no, 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 no. Okay. It's over three days, I think. Are the I was going to say, that's a lot. <laughs> like three days is the preliminary rounds. Um, they have, like, 40 people on each preliminary round. Man, that's got to be kind of hard to judge them. They sell it out every single no. night, too. Oh, really? Three nights in a row for an, basically what's an open mic competition. Anybody can sign up. I think they're restructuring it this year to kind of weed out some of the less serious people that were like, oh, I'm going to sign up for this. And then, like, some people signed up for, like, their first time. Uh-huh. So it's like they didn't know about the light. They're nervous. They got they froze Yeah, off. you're wasting time. You're wasting a lot of people's time that are, like, you know, like, the, let's Belong there, yeah. Yeah. So they had the preliminary rounds. Dude, it's amazing. That co- that competition, like, kind of gives... It gives anybody the opportunity to have pretty much a full club experience. Dude, that's... Yeah, that's what we need here, man. We need a club. There used Milwaukee. to be a club. There used to be the Comedy Cafe would have a monthly uh, open mic competition. Yeah. It was basically a bringer open mic. This sucks that it's, like, out of business. Or not yeah. in business. Though. Yeah, exactly. I, there was rumors of something opening up at the new sports complex. But sure. that was like nobody had anything in like writing that like hey this company they're cool it might be an improv it might be like okay well let's see like a tweet or something sure. like, so, dude, what's like one of your favorite memories associated with uh stand-up comedy one of the things that you wouldn't have experienced without comedy well i was <laughs> i think it would have to Putting be you on the spot no 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 that's fine uh i th- i think it would be getting arrested 
What? Yeah, you didn't know I got arrested? No, okay, so I was, about this. I was kind of getting there naturally. So that open up that competition at the Madison the Madison uh, Comedy Club, Comedy okay. Club on State. They have a competition. It's the preliminary rounds. Um, it's based on audience vote and a judge. Like a judge, there's like four judges. They're like local radio personalities and shit like that, just to kind of like, you know. Um, I got through the first round. I was like, holy shit. Especially because I fucked my setup. I had a really good set. I left the stage empty, which they specifically mentioned not to do, and yeah. I didn't like... It was a big thing, Whatever. Sure. Yeah, I left the stage empty, so I got off. And I figured I got immediately disqualified because the manager came up to me after my set and was like, yo, dude, you're not supposed to leave the stage empty. And it wasn't like I'm, a mad, I'm mad. It's kind of like more of an I'm disappointed thing because I had done a couple sets there. And like he, had seen, he knew my name at that point. Yeah. Um, he's not there anymore. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I think they had some differences. I don't know. It's, comedy is so many people coming in and going away. It's like yeah. crazy. Um, sure. So much turnover. It's like martial arts. It's like a yeah. shitty mini. A lot of people come and go that yeah. I've seen like in jujitsu and shit. Yeah. And, like uh, the people you'll see like for like a month and you'll never see again, or you'll see like a year later. Yep. And uh, like, what's yeah, up, yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. Same thing. So I got through the preliminary round and I got to the actual like first round of the competition. So I was pumped. That means I was in the top. No, I got through the first round and then I got through the second round. Yeah. The second round. So it's like I made it into like the top forty of the like legit people in this competition. They like weeded out all the oh, bullshit or whatever. Sure. Yeah, they, they weeded all those people out. Um, me and Nick Davis both got through to that second round. So we drove separately, but we smoked a bowl in my car right after. I like specifically. I packed a. Normally, I'm driving around with like all my people. <laughs> I specifically packed okay. like allegedly, every, allegedly, yeah, yeah allegedly, my, allegedly. Uh, my wild Italian tobacco. Yeah. Um, normally, I'm driving around with everything I have. This night specifically, I packed a bowl. Okay. I wrapped it in aluminum foil. Oh wow! And I brought just that. Why did you just put it in aluminum foil? Wait. Just because I, I just wanted the one bowl. So that's oh, what I'll sure. do is I'll pack the one bowl, wrap oh, it, I see. Okay, and then I'm throw sorry. it in my back. I thought you meant like packed your bowl like your with, pipe no, already no, no. and like. So I packed it. Had, I packed home. it up at home, wrapped it, and then put it in my backpack okay. so I didn't spill anything. Gotcha. So I didn't I didn't want to smoke before my set. I wanted to be like sharp for it, whatever. I was trying to take it serious. Um had an okay set. One of the issues with the uh with the competition. Can I? It's all right. Right. <laughs> well, the, issue with the, the issue with the contest was they didn't want you to repeat any material on any of your sets. Oh, so you had to so do So I kinda burned set. all my jokes. It's really trying to balance jokes that are shitty enough that you don't want to do them at the end, but good enough to get you into the competition or yes. into the next one. So round. you have to have a good amount of it how much total them. would you need to have for all new material? I don't know. The first round was like three minutes, the second round was four minutes, it went up to like six minutes, and then at the end it was like each person doing like ten and then like a good the, twenty minutes. Yeah. Good twenty yeah, minutes. Like of a material. total of like Good enough material, yeah. yeah. You don't want to fuck around. You, there's no fuck around time when you have three minutes. To That's like awesome. Yeah, it. three minutes. You gotta, you gotta be slinging like haymakers. Yeah, the exactly. Whole time Especially for that first round, because you're like, I want to get yeah. into it. Do something um, that sticks out. Exactly. Um. So me and Nick, we smoked a bowl in my car. I, cl- I cleared it out. I, you know, it was a clean bowl, so it's not like it was all rezzed up or whatever. So, don't know why that's not important to the story. Well, it was, it was, it was, <laughs> I just give you shit. No, it was raised up enough. Okay. Um, it was cold. It was like February twenty second. It was cold, and uh, we weren't being the most like careful with it. Just not like rolling the windows down or whatever. I didn't. What did you say? We were, we didn't roll the windows down. Oh, okay. you know, I didn't have that osium or anything to spray that spray that I used. Right. Um. So you just stinking like stinking like sinners. So I'm well. He he got in his car. He's like, oh, I want to smoke in my car. I'm paranoid. Okay. So, okay, gotcha. Let's smoke in my car. This is my girlfriend's car at the time. Um, <laughs> so I drive home. I made it to Waukesha. Okay. And I got pulled over for going 72 and a 50. Yeah. It was a work zone. It was a non-active work zone. Essentially, what they meant by work zone was that it was uh, a stretch of road with orange barrels on the side of it. Right. Like, fuck. Yeah. I know what you mean. Those speed traps, dude. Cop asked me, he's like, yo, you know why I pulled you over? I was like, I'm going to guess I was speeding. He's like, yeah, you were only 22 over. He's like, uh, also, he's like, just be real with me. How much weed's in the car? <laughs> he just smelled he it. He just was like, yeah. He's like, how much weed's in the car? He's like, come on, dude. He's like, I was like, none. 
was like, there's no weed in the car. I was like, I have a pipe in that stoner-looking messenger bag right there. Right. Like, with the, I was like, right there. He's like, he's like, you're sure that's all you have on you? I was like, promise, you can strip the car. He's like, okay, cool. He's like, all right, just hop out of the car. He's like, you're just being, he's like, you're not even, like, being detained. He's like, just hop in the backseat of my patrol car, stay one. He's like, okay, cool, I'm sitting there. He searches the car, goes through everything, whatever. It was clean. Was Did he call another squad car no, this time? No, that was one of the weird things. Another squad car. squad car never showed up. Motherfucker just wanted weed. Well. That's good. Hold <laughs> <on>. <laughs> he, he actually did me a solid by, he actually did me a favor because he explained it to me on the way there. Um, if he would have called other squads there, I would have gone to jail for like three days. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, so he gets the pipe out. He like searches through my messenger bag. Just the one bowl. No big deal. He's like, all right. Um, he's like, so you can hop back in your car. He's like, we'll be out here in just a minute. Don't worry about it. I was like, okay, cool. 10 minutes goes by. 20 minutes goes by. 30 minutes go by. I'm just sitting there. This guy behind me. Getting a little nervous. Getting real nervous. Fuck. He comes up to the passenger seat. He's like, all right, man, so here's your ticket for the, uh, for the speeding. He's like, it's going to be hefty because it was a work zone. He's like, but uh, don't worry about that. He's like, just toss it up there. He's like, you want to step out of the car for me? And I figured he was going to, like, explain to me, like, I got to take this pipe and, like, you, you know, I'm doing you a favor or whatever. No big deal. Or, like, whatever. Can you find somebody to come give you a ride home because I don't want you driving stoned? Right. Um, he never asked me when was the last time you smoked. He never asked me when was the last time those you drank. Those are condemning questions. Yeah. He never asked me any of those questions. So, he fucking puts me in handcuffs. Uh-oh. I was like, yo. I was like, am I being arrested right now? He's like, yeah. I was like, for the pipe? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm explain it to you. Because, like, I got like, kind of like, what the fuck, dude? And he was like, chill for a second. He's like, I'm going to explain all to you. He's like, you chill. Puts me in the back of the car. Um, he hops in. He's like, so here's what's going to happen. He's like, I have two options here. He's like, I can either take you to Milwaukee County Jail on a possession of paraphernalia charge. He's like, you're going to get booked and released. He's like, you're going to, he's like, you'll be out tonight. This was at like two in the morning. He's like, you'll be out tonight. So he's like, you should be out by like six o'clock tonight. Okay. Yeah. He's like, you should be out at like six o'clock tonight. So <clears throat> I was like, okay. So I guess I'm going to fucking jail. He told me, he was like, if I called another squad here, he's like, it would have had to have been a sheriff or a local cop. He's like, they would have given you an operating or another influence. He's like, because they would have asked you when was the last time you smoked, and if you lied, like, they would have tested you. He's like, they right. would have tested your hair, they would have tested your blood. He's like, if you smoked within the last 14 days, which I'm not going to ask you if you have, I'm just assuming you have. He's like, that's going to come back positive. You're going to get an operating under the influence. You're that's gonna have some to spend bullshit. Three, 14 like, days. Yep. Suck like, you're gonna have to, yep. Oh Such my bullshit. God. He's like, you're going to have to spend three days in Milwaukee County Jail. He's like, this, you're just going to get booked and released. He's like, you're going to see a holding cell. He's like, you're not going to be going to jail. He's like, this is going to be a shitty learning experience. Man. Okay. 14 days? I spent 12. So you, can I spent smoke, t- you can't smoke on Friday and then drive, drive, on, car. drive on your car on Thursday. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. He's like, because if they would have tested your urine or your hair down at the station, he's like, they can test your blood and go back fucking over however far they want. He's like, they can get you with that. Especially because Wisconsin's trying to, like, do more. We're pulling over uh, drivers under the influence and shit like that. Wow. Like, so. So. I got booked and released to Milwaukee County Jail. Wow. I spent 12 and a half hours there um, in a holding cell with eight other dudes. What was that? Uh, it was a room roughly this size. Wow. How was um, that, dude? That's I had to take a shit like, in front of other people. Yeah. It was really I've weird. had to do that before. I slept like, uh, next to a toilet, like a, like a jail toilet. Oh, man. There's no other option. It was real, like, it's just like the show Jail, but it takes 12 hours instead of half an hour. Yeah, right. Like, it's, it's just, just super bullshit. long. Oh, dude, it's a I went to juvie for a while when I was okay. a kid, and uh, it sucks, like, the first couple of days, but, like, a holding cell would be shitty just because you're in there with a bunch of other yeah. people. Yeah. Like, in juvie, like, you're in there just with your, your and roommate, a... and you go to, like, school and activities and shit. So what should have happened is, like, I was there until, like, so I got, I went in at, like, 3 o'clock, I was out at, like, 2.30, and the 3 o'clock in the morning, got out at, like, 2.30 in the afternoon. Oh, okay. Yeah. My so dad, you took a little nap then? Uh, took a little nap? Yeah, I didn't From, watch, like, I didn't 4 watch to, sleep. like, 6? I couldn't sleep. 
Okay. I probably, because I wasn't drunk or anything. Like, I mean, I drank, but I wasn't like... Yeah, you're just a little stoned. And I got anxiety. And so then you like, sobered up real quick from that, because so you smoked know. one bowl of weed. Yeah. Jesus. But I had anxiety, so I'm like, I'm yeah, shaking. Man. I'm like, what the fuck? All these people in here. There was a dude that was making all this fucking racket in a cell, pounding on the door for like four hours straight. <laughs> just like, he was in the cell next to me, but it was still annoying as fuck. Um, some other shit that happened in jail. And like, jail is the only time that... Nobody there has been, like, helpful at all. So what was supposed to happen is that around 7 in the morning, the morning judge was supposed to be there. So we were all supposed to go see a judge, in which case I would actually never go see a judge. I was supposed to just get booked and released, which means that I would never see a judge that right. day. They were going to let me go, and then I would have a court date Sure. later. Um, so they didn't get to go. The judge was busy. I guess some dude got caught. Some dude that murdered his girlfriend got caught, like, that morning. Wow. So, like, yeah. So, like, they had to deal with all of that bullshit. Like, that was what the judge yeah, had to deal with. Yeah, that's more important. Yeah. Guess, but... So, the judge wasn't available until, like, I don't know, all day. I never saw a judge. They never took everybody up. So, we were all supposed to leave the holding cells, go see the judge, and then all go to an actual, they were supposed to go to an actual jail cell. I was going to be released. But judge wasn't available, so, like, they had to wait for all my paperwork to just, like, go through the system and blah, blah, blah. And, like, I heard from my dad after the fact, because he had been waiting there since, like, 7 in the morning. Oh, wow. Like, he pulled up. He's like, my fucking son's in jail. Like, I gotta go. Like, he thought he was gonna be able to, like, you know, whatever. He thought that I would see a judge and be either done or he'd have to pay my bail for some bullshit. Oh. Um, so, yeah, he said that, like, they kept telling him it shouldn't be much longer. It shouldn't be much longer. Like, the paperwork's at, like, the desk who's need, desk he needs to be at. Oh, the paperwork's going back down to the jail. So, like, I can see that the fucking, like, the... The people at, like, the correctional officers, like, working the jail didn't give a fuck about anything. Like, I'd see them come drop off, like, paperwork. Like, a packet <laughs> of paperwork. Yeah. And then they'd sit there and talk and ha 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 ha. Just not like, even, like... And, like, I'm watching time tape. Not even time tell tape. that you're lying. Oh, they don't give a shit. I'm sitting there staring at them. Yeah. And I see them finally, like, oh, okay, they open this piece of paper and then they mosey on over. And they're like, we're looking for Madeja. Looking for Madeja. I'm like, that's me. That's me. They're like, okay, yeah, you're good to go. I'm like... Okay, can you open the door? Like, yeah. like I asked one of the people. I was like, like when they had to like, you know, it's like a medical test where it's like, you know, you have all your teeth. It's like they had to operate as if I was being admitted to the jail, even right. though I wasn't. So like, do you have all your teeth? Do you have any STDs? Do you do drugs? How often yeah. do you smoke weed? Um, yeah, man. I remember uh, when I was in juvie, they did a bunch of shit like that. Like they would, um, they would get me. Where they wouldn't make direct eye contact with you. It was super, like, dehumanizing. They do, oh, dude, jail is like, the most so, dehumanizing thing ever. Yeah, like, you just, you end up, they'll make, talk to you like this, where they're not making they're direct not really, eye yeah, contact. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, just fucking look at me. Like, yeah. I, and especially, like, it's me, I was, person. at the time, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking 15, yeah. 16, what are you doing? I suppose, like, in that line of work, you kind of do have to, You have like, to look past it. You have to, like. If you get attached to everybody you see, you're never going to If you get attached it. to anybody you see. Yeah. Yeah, that's why, like, even the, even the chick talking to me in the medical thing, I'm trying to make her laugh, because it's like, that's just what I do do no matter what. Like, right. I'm trying to make people laugh, trying to joke around with them. But, like, I see them trying to make around, it's funny, but, like, I can't. can't. Yeah, time and a place. Yeah. Time and a place. Um, so you get out of jail, and then, um, yeah. I guess, uh, dude, that's a crazy story, man. That, that sucks. I ended and up going never... to my court date, and, uh never saw a judge they were like hey we don't have your paperwork they're like you know they call everybody's names if we don't call your name come talk to us so we don't have your paperwork which means the chick looked at me she was like you're not she's like you're free to go today go talk to the da's office if you don't go talk to the da's office there's gonna be a warrant for your arrest go to the da's office wow she's like i can't tell you how many people hear that and then don't go to the da's office and then i see him like a week later getting arrested because they had a warrant put out for their arrest wow so yeah i went there she's like yep you're not in our system um you're good to go what fuck yeah Wow. Yeah, they just they just decided not to charge me. No, it said, awesome. oh, no she said uh, no charges filed. Okay. So that means that they're so he just somebody scared the shit the case. He just scared the shit out of you, put you in jail, scared you. Uh, yeah. He's like, all right, don't yeah. drive high anymore on yeah. the highway and go yeah. speed, an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. And they must have saw it. They read the police report. They were like, well, I was fucking honest with the dude. Yeah. Like, I never tried yeah. to lie. Next time I'm going to be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you take the pipe? Yeah. Okay. I didn't get, I never got it back. Yeah. Which is fine. It was, it was like okay. a it was a fifteen dollar pipe from some fucking okay. gas station. Maybe yeah, man, I found this I found this the other day. Sixteen dollars. Dude, uh, you can't pretty nice. pipes. Yeah, man. dude, and it's double blown. It's double oh, yeah. blown too, so yeah. you can uh, it's a little bit more durable, you know. So. Like that one that one right there was probably what, fifteen, twenty bucks. The mini bong? Yeah. 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 
Which is a perfect amount to pay for that. Like, yeah, what else do you absolutely. Need? I love that thing. This thing kills you, man. You want to take another, yeah, another, dude, yeah. little, another poopy? Take Why one. Uh, thanks for coming on, man. Dude, I appreciate yeah, you having shit. you coming on, dude. So what you been up to, bro? I, uh, I feel like I haven't seen you for a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. Uh, you know, just besides, just getting uh, divorced and shit. Just getting divorced and shit. Moving uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Try, try not to get divorced. Trying really hard not to get blackout drunk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so why are you taking a hiatus, though, man? I feel like I know it's hard to be funny, but well, I feel like comedy is built in moments like this. Are you just trying to take it all in? Yeah, it's kind of that, especially because like I got my. I got the divorce papers on Thanksgiving. Wow. So, and I, Were you I, thankful for it? Yeah, I was very thankful. Well, I was actually like, <laughs> no, I actually wasn't. I was actually in a really bad spot. And I was like, yeah. So she she decided to self-serve the divorce papers. So I had to not only deal with family, everybody asking me, oh, where's your where's your wife at? Where's your wife at? Oh, they didn't know? Well, my parents knew. My sure. sisters knew, but like, my grandma didn't know. Oh, like, no. her my sister's husband's parents didn't know. Because this was all, like, still pretty fresh, and I was, like, not talking about it. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, like, a very low day. And then we were like, hey, let's meet up and talk. And then she's like, well, I got some stuff for you. Here's this folder. Just sign this. Fill this out whatever okay. you get a chance. I was like, all right. So is it weird, this. like, uh, dating a girl, if you don't mind me asking, mm-hmm. like, dating and marrying a girl? Because you dated her. You were I was with her girl for 10 for, years. Yeah, since high school, right? Yeah, uh, since high school. So, like, your entire adult life, essentially. Yeah, it's weird, now. dude. Is it weird? It's weird, um, especially because, like... Because uh, how old are you now, Ricky? 26. 26, okay. So, yeah, like yeah. a decade, especially, like, you're a fucking child and you don't know shit. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of where we fucked up. Right. Where it's like, yeah. But you get comfortable and you fall in love and you're comfortable with each other. You get you fall in love and then you get comfortable and then um, you take... You guys both have an Adderall problem <laughs> and then shit gets dark. Okay. Like, you guys... No, like, once you see somebody get ugly to a certain level, right? So, like, we've had yeah. some pretty vicious arguments under the influence of that. Under the influence of drugs. So, um, once you see it get to a pretty uh, angry level, you don't really mind getting that angry again. It's easier. It's easy to, like, get ugly with somebody and, like, just kind of be an asshole. And, like, we both had issues of, like, how we treated each other. Yeah. It was, like, at that point, it was, like, I knew I needed to get out before we got married. And then I kind of got put on the spot to ask her to marry me. On Christmas Eve of 2017... We got together with her whole family. Her mom uh, had recently gotten out of the hospital from having a stroke. Okay. Um, her parents are older. Her dad's almost. Wait, well, you guys got engaged on November. On Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve of 2017. Yeah. We and got, we got married. Um, and you guys get divorced on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving of 2018. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's a Dude, I wanted out. Yeah, I wanted out. <laughs> yeah. That's, 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 awesome. when got, that's when I got, that's when my... Okay, that, yeah, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh no, at you. No, that's hilarious. That's it needs to be like this. Um, we got, yeah, that's when I got the paperwork and then I signed it the next day. Um, no, so on Christmas, her, you know, everybody, it was her family, her sisters are there, her nephews and nieces are there. We got a fire going in the nice fireplace at their nice new condo. Her mom just got cleared to come home from a, from having a stroke. Okay. Everybody unwraps their presents. Everything's all good. It's a nice warm we moment. Got a stroke survivor, yeah. And then her mom pulls out this dinged up ring from like 1952. Oh, it's Jesus like, Christ. You should ask her to marry you. Right in front of everybody? In front of everybody. Wow. In front of everybody. So I. Well, maybe like, she meant like eventually. Yeah, but no, 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 because I was like, you mean right now? And everybody's like, yeah, why not? Like, I hesitated. I was like, uh, I even like looked at her and was like, you should, after 10 years, you should know, hey, I'm very clearly uncomfortable by all this. And like, if you could chime in and be like, hey, guys, maybe back off. Like, yeah. that would help me a lot. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. It's like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not bitter. You're bitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, so I did. I asked her, and then, yeah. And then, so, okay, you're with her for, like, 10 years. How how is your relationship going up until this point? It was, I, I, it was Like, up until after the marriage. We didn't treat each other the best for a long time. Right, so it wasn't, like, in an optimal space to be, like, hey, we should get married right now? Was there kind of a Hail Mary to save the relationship? I think so. I think that's what it was. So that seems like a common mistake. Yeah, it's a very common mistake. People, people, my dad, you know, I've been talking to my parents about this a lot, just because they're... They've been married for like 30 years. They've almost gotten divorced twice. Like there was sure. two times in my life where my dad moved out. Um, you know, they've, they've always figured shit out. Um, where my parents are like, well, you definitely shouldn't get married to save a relationship. And you should definitely not have a kid 
to save a marriage. Well, I, that's next step. Yeah, I have like my theories about my son's mom okay. and everything. Uh, with me, I can't prove anything, sure. but you know, the relationship is definitely going south. Yeah, and uh, like I had actually plans to move this sum- that summer sure. that he was born to uh, Colorado. You were just gonna dip? And, no, 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 oh, no, not oh, before okay. I found out she was pregnant. Oh, okay, that's um, what I'm saying. Yeah, like, I, well, I don't mean dip on her and the kid. I mean, oh, before you knew there was a child involved. Yeah, I was just gonna move out. Yeah, I was just gonna move out. And her and I weren't very serious either, okay. but like, she was definitely more serious about me yeah. than I was her. And uh, like, so parts of me think that she got pregnant, but it's, it's whatever now, you know, yeah. like, he's my son, he's my, he's my world, you know. And no, absolutely. Her and I have co-parented even, even successfully. If, even know, if but, he was just some, like, Pawn in her scheme. It's like that's still in your flesh. Like you yeah, no, he's kid, still no matter what. Yeah. He's still my homie. Got, we went to a Mexican today. You we guys got, are so cute on the internet, by the way. Oh, thanks. Like, you guys, <laughs> yeah, it's like hell yeah. Yeah, we got a good, we got a fun relationship. Is, we is Mexican. on around here? Like, is she? Oh no! Girl? So I do co-parenting. I'm with another girl. Oh, that's uh, okay. I mean, yeah, I, I date uh, Teresa. Okay. Um, she seems awesome. Yeah, she's pretty nice. She's pretty nice. She's uh, she's a nice little avoiding the derogatory thing about like she was washing dishes when she got here. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, learned no. her place. Yeah, yeah exactly. no, she does what she does. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. She was like, I shake your head, but they're all gross from dishes. Just <laughs> yeah. looking at your stuff, honestly. Oh yeah, man, it's a nice. It's a nice place. See, see Teresa's shoes. She's got yeah. uh, like two closet racks. It's like full soundproofing shoes. shoes. Yeah, pretty much. And then she's got all of her coats and stuff. She, oh, yeah. uh, I, I got all these pillows though. That's nice. all me. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all Teresa. It's all Teresa, man. Well, hey, man. Is there anything you want to plug? I want to keep this. Um, we going got a, uh, anything. Anything going on? There's a show in Kenosha, the Kenosha Southport Showcase. They actually in a new location. Um, we used to do that show. We've done that show like in three different spots essentially. Um, but now it's at the Kenosha Creative Space. Um, okay. The first one is January 26th. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. There's more information on Facebook. If you just type in Kenosha Creative Space, they'll have a, should be their banner or something on it. Like yeah. that. Right that. I think, uh, I'm not on it. I'm actually not. I'm just kind of co-producing. I'm just co-producing that show. Um, Jordan Pauly's kind of taking the, the reins and I'm kind of just like, hey, maybe turn left. Oh, right, sure. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. yeah, exactly. Because I've ran, I ran several shows. Sure. I ran... You should let me try that uh, date thing again. Oh, yeah, dude. That, fuck that, yeah. Uh, the, the, the cartridge? Yeah, the cartridge. I got it somewhere. He brought over this fancy little... Uh, I don't know. It looks like it looks like a vape, but there's, it's got like some. It's got some uh, dab cartridges. Dab cartridges is that what it's called? So here's the problem with these. So things. it's got a little uh, marijuana. Yeah. Uh, if I could just if I could just address this to the public, so people get these cartridges all the time. Like they're fairly common. Yeah. The problem is you'll get them in you'll get them in little boxes like this. And just for the audience, so they can explain. Can you explain what it's this is? It's a vape is? cartridge. So it looks like a standard little vape pen, um, but instead of e juice or nicotine in it, it is a uh, it's. It's essentially dabs, uh, wax that's got, uh, it's like liquidized. So they add a little like thing to it, which makes it liquid. So it works exactly the same way as a standard e-cigarette. It just gets you high as fuck. It's like, yeah. it's like doing dabs, uh, on the down low. That thing is crazy, man. You take like two or three rips of that and you like, you don't feel it right away. Yeah. You feel it like 10 seconds afterwards. These things are sweet, man. Where'd you get this? Is your dude or is this dude? I got, I got, I got, a, I got a guy. Okay, right, okay. So you didn't like, this looks like straight from a dispensary. That's why well, I asked. Here's the problem: is that looks like it's straight from a dispensary. Yeah. You get that in boxes. It'll say Dank Vapes or Mario Karts, and it'll say Mango Kush, and it explains what the mango strain is on the back. The problem is Dank Vapes doesn't make cartridges; they make packaging. That's all they make. Oh, that's they hilarious! They just make these cartridges. They, to just, make they don't make the cartridges; they just make the boxes. So you can buy a kit on Amazon or eBay that comes with a bunch of different ones of these and a bunch of empty these. And is it basically to make it inconspicuous? You can, well, that's the idea. Well, the idea is that... Um, to hide in plain sight? Not so much. The fact, the whole packaging thing is that I could buy a bunch of empty ones of these. Yeah. And then I could just make my own wax. My own. Oh. You could just take wax and make liquid and then just fill these. Oh. So my theory is... How do you make wax? How does one make how wax? Do you, make do you know wax? how to do that? I, I've made wax several times. Dude, break it down. Okay, let's <laughs> do it. Dude, no, okay, let's fucking so break it down, the, please. The way, the, way, the way that it's done... At least the way that I've done it. It's called butane hash oil. Take a bunch of weed. Allegedly. This is all allegedly. <laughs> uh, this is... I, I, this is um, take a bunch of weed. You grind it up. You... So you, you know what how weed gets keefy. Yeah. So it's essentially just extract... It's making hash without having to make break off all the trichomes. So you grind it all up and you put it in this big, long... It looks like a bong, but it's not a bong. It's pretty much made by the same companies that make bongs, 
where it has the open top end of the bong at the bottom. You take like, it'd be about a little bit thicker than this, and it'd be like three feet long. Okay. So at the bottom, it'd be open like this, and have a little rim on it. Same way you'd have sure. any top of any book. There's like an open jar, basically. At the top of it, it's like tapered off, and then there's just a little tiny hole at the top. So you actually fill that whole thing with your ground-up weed. Okay. You take, when it's upside down, you fill it up from the open end. Then you take, you get a certain, it's like a sieve. It's like a certain special sieve that you do, and you rubber band it around the bottom. So it's like almost like a coffee filter. You fill the whole, flip the whole thing over. There's like a secure, a way you can like secure it, hold it up with clamps over uh, like a piece of parchment paper or inside of a, uh, like a Pyrex baking dish. Put okay. that at the bottom. And then you go and you buy a big can of the m most distilled butane you can. So you find like, they have 10X, there's a company that makes like 20X distilled butane. And they make it that way. It's not for keeping your lighter clean. It's for making extracts with wheat. You take that, you flip the whole thing over, and you empty the whole fucking can into the into that that whole chamber. Okay. And what happens is all those trichomes they actually break off and they turn into like they turn into a consistency like the juice inside of this. It's like super. It just gets thick. liquefied. It gets liquefied. Wow. What the problem? But it looks is, like maple syrup. It's about maple syrupy consistency, and that you have to you have to refine it more after that. So that is actually the uh, trichomes will actually attach to I think it's the molecule. Somehow it'll attach to the butane. Okay. So it'll go from a gas phase. So you know how like it gets all cold. Yes. It'll actually go from a gas phase. I think back into a liquid phase and like attach onto the the, the trichomes and it'll turn into this thick, disgusting, gross stuff. Well, then that all filters through that sieve at the bottom into the Pyrex dish. Then you like take pitter pattering out. Pretty much, pattering? yeah. It like takes just a while. little drops. Yeah. Like drop, it'll, uh, drop. It's a little bit. It's like it's like if you were to dump. Think about dumping maple syrup through a big long glass. Sure. Tube right. Yeah. It so takes a little while. It's slow. Um, yeah. Does it smell good? What's it smell like? Um, it doesn't. It smells like weed. Just because okay. it doesn't smell like weed. Yeah, because we used a coffee grinder. We used like oh a, wow. To grind oh, so you you yeah. literally grind this shit up yeah. like with a. That's at least grinder. how we did it. Yeah. Wow. Um. After that point, what you do is you have to put it. You have to purge it. So you have to get all the butane <laughs> out of the wax. So if anybody listening has ever done a dab with some wax that got all like sparkly and like fizzled and popped, that is shitty wax. That's not good. Don't don't do that to yourself because there's still butane in it or whatever they use for the extraction process. So you actually actually have to purge it. So you have to put it in a vacuum chamber. Buddy went out and bought a vacuum pump and a pot, and then we put a lid on it, a Pyrex lid, a big thick plexiglass lid, and then put a pressure <laughs> meter on it. Looked like some shit out of MythBusters. Sure. Well, when you put it in there and put a vacuum to it, it actually forces all the butane out of the wax, and it bubbles and boils and it triples in volume. It's insane. <laughs> it's like when they put the marshmallow in the fucking uh, the food saver vacuum thing. It expands. It gets it gets so much bigger. Um, and then it all once it stops bubbling, you let it all bubble <laughs> down. You let it all harden up, and you have wax. It's pretty much wow. It's pretty much hash. That's super concentrated, and you don't have to deal with, uh, like, because regular hashers just, they break off all the, the keef and then compress it. Right. Yeah, that's just how they do it. The old way that... Ricky just... <laughs> just mid-story bong riff. Just mid-story bong riff about it. The old way they used to make hash, and, like, Jamaican shit, the, the growers would just go out to all their wild weed plants and just grab the big, like buds that were all like half seedy and shit they would just like grab them and like strip their hands up them, not breaking it off wow. but getting all the resin on their hands from like they would do it with like a hundred plants wow. and then they'd take a knife and scrape it off their hands and then press it into a ball and smoke it out of a big chill it was disgusting Damn. i watched a video of these do it where they literally took like this big machete so and you want to get high dude, dude yeah if i ever saw them do that they're like oh i'm gonna try it yeah, man, I would totally like, try it. I'm not gonna lie, I would try that. Yeah, I'm, I'm like probably, some Rastafarian dudes. Like, yeah, probably wear gloves. You just oh, wear gloves, like just so I don't cut my. Oh, hand. I, yeah, make my own. Yeah, get my get gloves so I don't rip my hands. Yeah, because if cut. you just took like a pair of latex gloves and did it the same way, yeah, and then just be fine. take the glove off and yeah. Like, you know you're Just be no smart, just man. Yeah, we're eating latex gloves in Jamaica. They don't have health care. They don't have health care. But nobody's sick. Do they have dental care? Do they have what? Dental care? I feel Probably like every time not. I think of dentists they, uh, or in uh, Jamaica, I feel like I dentists? see really bad gumption every time I think yeah. of like, yeah. dentistry in Jamaica. Yeah. I feel like can't be gums are inflamed there. Yeah. 
My lot. gums are kind of inflamed now, too. I need to floss more. I do a Same. good job brushing, but... I got a water flosser. Water flosser? Get a What's water, a water flosser? flosser? It's a little power washer for your teeth, man. Wow. It's this little... you. There's either a countertop one or a little handheld one. You fill a little reservoir, and it's this long, like, slightly curved tip. Yeah. You turn it on, and it's like a power washer. And I do it because I have my wisdom teeth, and I got getting like, the jets on your yeah, getting the jets on your gums. Straight gum. up jets, it like it's, gumption. It's pretty much the same like the thing that they use to like spray your teeth at the dentist, like that water yeah. gun, yeah. but higher pressure. Oh, and it's like a Does smaller it stream. Um, it can when you first start using it. Yeah, but it's more gentle than flossing because it's just water. Like if that, right. like, but if you like cut yourself, but I use it for my wisdom teeth because I got fucking I get food stuck in them all the time because I yeah, don't have dental. <laughs> That's awesome, man. So um, I guess. I was plugging a thing, and then we got into yeah. You know, yeah I'm trying to think of <laughs> telling uh, people how I'm a felon. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that was funny, man. That's uh, I want you to do comedy more, man. I should really do comedy more. Just come right. out, come out yeah. tomorrow night. Come out to What's, Bremen, bro. Tomorrow's at Bremen. Yeah, come to Bremen. Yeah, I know that should work. Tomorrow, Tuesday's Puddlers. I've never been to Puddlers. Is it good? It's a it's a workroom. It's okay. a comedian's workroom. Okay, but it's so good it's, to get working. Frank's. Yep. Frank's moved. Cool. I really like Frank's. It's it's way more secluded than Frank's, though. Okay. Like, no guests. Ever. Good. Because that was the problem at Frank's. <laughs> yeah. Um, One or two people. Well, like, you know, guests would show up, but uh, it was the people at the bar. Like, I hated having that bar right there. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you mean it's like a more separate room, or like there's not as many audience members? Not as many audience members. Okay. Yeah. That's, it's that's a like not room. a big Total deal. worker. Yeah. That was weird starting at Frank's, because like, I didn't know what that meant. I was like, oh, these are all just comedians. There's not a single audience member here. That's why I feel like I suck compared to everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, it is a it is a definite worker. Shit, we're at 51 minutes. Yeah, man. We've been going for a while. Yeah, this is fun. We've been going. That's why I... I uh... <laughs> we're both just, <laughs> we're just right both we're both <laughs> Avery, why do you get stoned and then do podcasts with people? Because it's fun. You weren't that stoned when we started this. Huh? No, man. It's a, dude, you should let me get another yeah, one of this. This is fun. This thing's sweet. You want another bong rip? Take no, another dude, bong rip for Jesus? Yeah, you know what? Why not for Jesus? <laughs> Guys, we're doing bong rips for Jesus. My grandma would be so proud of me. Oh, man. Don't ever go to church with your grandma, especially when it's like a guitar guy wearing a plaid shirt church. It's not a good time. <laughs> Especially, don't get way too high there. Dude, my mom, my mom, every time she comes, she makes my son go to church with her. And she blesses him with the holy water. And she, like, is dead serious about it, dude. She's just like, she's like, this is, like, the only time this baby's going to get this holy water on him, so I'm yeah. going to douse him on it. Dude, and he's I like, dude, what the fuck is... I appreciate gestures like that. Because, like, okay, in your mom's, in your mom's mind, it's like, she's, she's saving him from hell yeah. like, the only way she can. Where it's like, you know what, I appreciate that. Yeah, man, that's true. Like, but also, like, don't force him to go, like, if he doesn't want to fucking go. If he doesn't want to do something, don't make him do I know, something. and also be, like, a better thinker. I, do you really think yeah, that yeah. putting water on yeah. is going to save him some dude was like, yo. Eternal damnation. This, this, some dude was like, yo, this water, it's dank as fuck. Yeah. And he's like, oh, special Jesus water. <laughs> um, I, used the to guy, have, yeah. I used to have to go every Christmas, Christmas Eve, midnight mass at a Catholic church in Polish. Ooh. In Schiller Park, Chicago. Here was the deal with my parents. Starting in, as long as I could remember. Christmas Eve, we would go to my grandma's house. We would hang out. We would eat a traditional Polish Christmas. It's all dog shit food, by the way. None of it's good. Like, it's probably good for Polish people, but like for a fucking eight-year-old in America, I don't want to eat potato dumplings and sauerkraut yeah, and like Christmas dinner fish, is some bullshit and like these like unseasoned <laughs> these unseasoned unbuttered mashed potatoes yeah, like this man. is just awful some bullshit so we'd go there we would do that we would do the Polish traditional Catholic Christmas whatever we would share like wafers with you whatever we would do it at my grandma's house then at midnight we would go to the Catholic mass in Polish my mom speaks Polish my grandma speaks Polish my dad doesn't me and my sisters don't we don't understand a word of Polish at all. Well, I'd like to know, like, how to say, like, what's up. Right. Um <laughs> So we'd have to do that. that what is that? Yachimash. Yeah, it's the same thing as the Borat. Yachimash. Yeah, It's the same thing. That's exactly what he's saying. I think that's hi, how are you, or something like that. Okay. Um, 
just a couple of like funny ass little phrases like that that are fun to say. I used to have a white shirt that just said Yak Shabash on it. And it That's was great. Like, it was great. Um, so we would have to do that. That would last until like one thirty. Drive all the way home back to uh, Lake Villa, which is on the Wisconsin Illinois border, back from like Schiller Park, Chicago. So it's like an hour drive. And then we got to open our presents. Wow. And then we would, like, they'd be like, oh, Santa came while we were gone. It was like, oh, sweet, awesome. But that's, like, what my parents did to, like, motivate us. Oh, also, when we'd, we'd get to open our gift from Grandma on the way home, which was always a $100 bill. Wow. Hell yeah, each. Wow. That my parents immediately just took from us and paid bills with, because, like, oh, like we just bought you guys, like, $1,000 from us, and then, like, a bunch of shit from Santa. Wow. Like, Fuck you guys. Yeah, right. You don't need this. In retrospect, dollars. I was like, yeah, why would... What does an eight-year-old need with a hundred dollars? I was gonna say that's a lot of cheddar, man. Yeah, that's a lot of dough. Yeah. That's crazy. My uh, my grandma, she sends my son like fifty bucks right now, and he's like four. I'm like, dude, what the hell is he gonna use? Put it in the savings account. I know. I I let him I let shit. him pick out one toy, and then the rest of it we put yeah. in the savings, dude. And yeah. I was like, this. and like kids are pretty simple half the time. They're like, I want this ten-dollar toy, and you're like, yeah, man, do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, good choice. Like that's awesome. Well, hey, Ricky, we've been going about an hour. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Um, oh, yeah. But can you plug your show one more time? Yeah, show it's called the, the Southport Showcase. Uh, it's at the Kenosha Creative Space, January 26th. Should be a great time. Um, Tom Johnson's headlining. We got oh, Ray, Reagan Namella, and then we got Dan Nielsen. Okay. Um, Dan Nielsen's Yeah, great. give me on one of these shows. We should get you on one of these shows. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Um, we can talk out there. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hell yeah. This has been great. Good? What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. yeah. I didn't know if you were done talking. Yeah. All right, Ricky, thank you, brother. All right, there's Ricky Medea. That was awesome. Nice guy. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, trying to think. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Wednesday night, Twisted Path Distillery, 8 p.m. Come on out there. We got me, Jeff Spinkowski, Mike Berg, and Chris Schmidt all on the show. Twisted Path Distillery, Wednesday, January 9th. 8 p.m. Okay. Uh, and yeah, we'll just end on a little bit of music. Um, thank you guys for listening. Ricky Medea, very nice guy. Very nice guy. The, uh, I Feel Like Dying by Lil Wayne. I don't know. I've been thinking I love this song.
be on Mars. I am a prisoner locked up behind Xanax bars. I have just boarded a plane without a pilot and violets are blue. Roses are red, daisies are yellow, the flowers are dead. Wish I can give you this feeling I feel like buying. And if my dealer don't have no more than 